What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to this episode of Split Screen D&D, the place where we're attacking all things Dungeons & Dragons from both sides of the screen. <laughs> My name's Tom Quinn, resident Dungeon Master here at Modern Myth. And I'm Josh Winans, resident player character here at Modern Myth. And no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Ah, chicken butts, uh, maybe. Uh, and no, none of those. No, no buts. Do chickens have butts? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. They have to have butts. No, I don't think they do. Death! <laughs> Wow, transition. Yeah. <laughs> the, the hard transition. No, it's it's uh really I think in the world of Dungeons and Dragons should be an inevitability. At some point as a character, you should be experiencing it as a DM, you should be uh running for it. I think it's an inevitability. If it's not an inevitability, uh and I'm not saying for every character it's you're definitely going to die. Yeah. Um but I think that uh, over your career in Dungeons and Dragons, at some point, it's very likely it's going to happen. And I can't wait to talk about this because I, I have a feeling that me and you might uh, I, might I, verbally we, spar, which you we use, might we might disagree. These, we might disagree just a little bit. Part. But before we we start hitting each other with with uh, words, uh, hey, internet man, it's it's I, I keep every time we shoot one of these things, I I just. And, completely like re-amazed by how amazing the community that, that is that we're building and it's so awesome uh to read you guys's comments but have you liked yet have you subscribed have you hit the bell for these are things that matter evidently to the almighty youtube algorithm and we must appease our masters so if you could do that that'd be awesome and yeah seriously the comments are amazing yes. and hey if you also want to donate to our wonderful beer fund our alcohol fund uh, we have a patreon at patreon.com slash mod myth did i get it you nailed it twice now <sighs> you basically you've got it down and, uh, i don't i'm not gonna let it, i'm gonna mess it up next person time. i know right <laughs> if they're gonna mess it up uh i think i mean i think we should dive right in and i yeah, kind of want to throw it over your way because ultimately no. i think uh i actually think it's a topic player death is a topic that really is perched it has one leg on both sides of the screen. I really don't think if if a DM is just washing their hands and going like, "Well, it's the player's death." So, well, I got nothing to do with. Mm. Then then I don't I don't think that's a good no. uh, place. And obviously, if it's your character and they are dying or, or I should say they have died, yeah. um that's pertinent to you. So just so a little bit. If it works if it works for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to kind of pitch it straight yeah. over into the into the character space, the mm -hmm. player space. Um, talk with me. Just, I mean, what's on your mind with regard to, uh, you know, your your character or one of your party members meeting the ultimate end? Let's talk about that. So yeah, I I do see uh, the importance of uh, understanding mortality. Uh, that if you don't have that part of the game, then you're robbing yourself of a lot of attention. Uh, not attention. Tension. A lot of unique moments in the game. A lot of uh, of uh, immersion, uh, you know, a lot of these wonderful things that uh, I think only death can bring to you. But uh, it's also we, if you, it depends what kind of game you're playing, as always. But if you want us to role play, if you want us to get into character, and you want us to become attached to these characters, and they're just dying a lot, I'm not going to go through uh, the emotional pain of losing a character. Over and over again, especially if it's it's, it's a, a unheroic death, like uh, falling in a trap. 
So it's, for me, a player character death, while I do understand where you're coming from, you're, you're asking us to accept that something we love is going to die. And while that can bring a, around a lot of amazing things, we're playing this game for fun to a lot of us to escape some of these horrible, like life is, is a hard, hard thing. And we play this wonderful game to sometimes kind of escape that. And when you bring that just in, it can, it, it could hurt, uh, hurt uh, a player's enjoyment of the game immensely to almost, uh, if it's taken to extremes, they're not going to play it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's I, extreme. I, but. I could definitely see that. I mean, I, I, I think um, my, lead in in saying you know it's it's it it really i think should be an inevitability over your career that's not mm-hmm. necessarily every campaign your character's dead or every character you make ends and up i understand dead. that um but i think if there isn't the real deal there to remind you right uh we're all just pretending that it might happen yes so you need the, the and i understand and, that and and i i would also say that i think uh, to some extent, your your framing. I don't know if this was intentional or not, and and I so I'm not I'm not. I'll be interested to hear what your your thoughts were. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think it's ever the dungeon master's job to bring a death into the into the game. I mean, a death should absolutely hinge upon the decisions made by the characters. Um, okay. Now, how? much you're holding their feet to the fire is a, is a massive topic of discussion. And yes. uh, many of our old school subscribers are like, hold them to the fucking fire, you know? Like, yeah. and, and again, for, I think for that style of game, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that I, I, I completely hear what you're saying. And I, and I think that there's a couple different takes with regard to death. When you're talking about what I think has become kind of the, the quintessential, new school table space mm-hmm. which is effectively a cooperative to- storytelling environment yep. kind of fifth edition has basically handed you something that allows you to endear yourself to a character with yeah. very little concern uh of death mm-hmm. uh, and that is to me that is kind of the the initial switch is how how much is very little. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously it's less than in virtually any other uh, iteration prior yes. to. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, like I said, I'm not saying that that's uh, the wrong way. I mean, mm-hmm. I've said plenty about the lethality of of fifth edition, um, but I think that uh, I got I got the sense from your your uh, initial thoughts that to some extent, and I think. If I could be so bold, I'd love to hear in the comments people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. I actually think there is something about the fifth edition ethos that places a certain amount of responsibility onto the dungeon master should a player death occur, as though they didn't do their job in keeping you alive. And this, I think, is a that's a very damaging uh, a thing. Yeah, I, you know, I I think a, a uh, and and again, there's there's so many different relationships when with regard to DMs running their tables, players playing their characters. But I think if a DM is showing up to the table in good faith, and a player is showing up in good faith, mm-hmm. should a player death occur, everyone should be able to look at it and go, these were the decisions that made that were made that led to this. 
uh, and in in an objective uh, objective manner. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. Because yeah, yeah. So uh, yes, I, I uh, hear what you're saying, and that if and I like the, how you phrased it. If we're both coming to the table in good faith, that we both we have this the the, the foundation of trust and respect that we're coming here to do a we have a similar mindset, then it should be where I don't feel like you're trying to win. That you're not trying oh, to absolutely. kill me. So I, I absolutely. totally agree with that. But you are like the DM is in control of the situations. So if you're like, uh, unless they pickpocket the third elf from the back, uh, they're all gonna die. Well, I would say that's not me being there in good faith. If I've created a scenario that that is Yeah, is but I, some people can justify some malicious. crazy things. Well, I, I I definitely get that. I actually think this portion of the conversation that we're mm -hmm. having right now does in fact transcend because I think coming to the table in good faith mm -hmm. means very different things at a fifth edition table than it does at a three, five mm -hmm. table than it does. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and why I say that this is kind of, I think grown up around the fifth edition ethos, mm -hmm. um, is because I think if you, if, if your home base is in the old school, mm -hmm. that, uh, I, I think this conversation is about is a much more expedient one in the old school space because because a player sitting down in that space understands yes. that that is a very likely possibility very. and and I think that they haven't placed any responsibility on the dungeon master the dungeon master holds no responsibility over the well-being of your characters. I mean, okay. it's understood that you could walk into a room that is a no-win scenario, not, right. not or I should say, a no-win combat scenario. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I, I think to some extent, and this is partially baked into the system with regard to talk about balancing encounters and, mm -hmm. and things like that. There's an expectation in fifth edition that I'm not going to put something in front of you that that is unwinnable. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's, uh, I will say there have been times when we've been playing where it has felt like holy cow, holding our feet to the fire, uh, mostly through the draining of resources. Like we've had had a long time between rests. It's like, oh, we you just threw a, 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 a gosh the Hydra, and then all of a sudden we get ambushed by Githyanki. Uh, now, I mean, to to that point exactly, that ambush can only have occurred if Aster used her ability. Right. So. There, there's a perfect example of that. That I mean, yes, I've established the rules kind of behind the screen of if she uses this ability, then there is a XYZ. certain chance that they show up. Right. And so, but, but, um, but I, I mean, absolutely. Like I said, and, and I will say, like I said, the the I think a lot of what we're doing at our table is not, no. you know, straightforward. I'm trying to, generally speaking, right. strike some amount of balance. I think still definitely leaning towards the heroic epic right. uh, long form story that fifth edition is designed to do. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think things get a little too waltzy without, uh, occasionally bringing that in. Now no, I think we, I we're, we're wading into the weeds of conversations about difficulty in general. Yes. And so I'm going to try to just steer us back Please a little do. bit in the Please direction do. of, uh, death specifically. Okay. Um, and so, so just uh, uh, working off of kind of, what you had said about, uh, let's say, uh, character continuity and player investment mm -hmm. and, and these things. Mm -hmm. And I think they, those are very real uh, question marks. I mean, if you're, if, if it was a 99% chance that mm -hmm. every session your character was going to die, 
or even like every, uh, every three levels, like you're, you're, there's a very high chance that you're not going to make it to the three levels. Like, and if you're telling a talking about a long one through 20 campaign, right. why would like, that's going to be a very big hampering thing for me. Right. And I think to some extent, um, you know, I think the, the death of a player the the weight that that imposes, and I'd be really curious to hear from uh, those who call old school home base, because it's something I've been giving a lot of thought to with regard to this conversation is, uh, and actually in the kind of OSR style uh, sci-fi campaign that I'm running, when they TPK'd, I said to myself, well, they can roll up new characters. Mm-hmm. But whether you're invincible or can instantly just respawn as a new character, are you... Is is death still being the the elephant in the room that it should be? I mean, it's what like oh. you know if, if 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 any if you have an unlimited number of re rolls yeah. of characters, oh. um, and, and your character is dying, you know, every few sessions. Yep. I mean, you've got in, infinite lives or one invulnerable life. I mean, right. take your pick. So I'd be kind of curious to hear uh, people's question. thoughts in that space. I think that's that's why I think striking some balance. I mean, players oh, yeah. need time to become in, invested in in their characters, and right. they need the ability to have that continuity to remain invested and to remain immersed in those right. characters. But I think the no weight can really exist if they know that regardless of what they do in the world, next next session they're sitting down as they're the character that they love and and yeah. keep right on rocking. I think so. It's again, it's a tightrope, and every table I think has to walk that a no, little I differently. I totally agree. So in that regard, how what is a good way to handle? I mean, obviously every table is different. How is a good way to handle death? Let's say okay, there's a hey, we could use. Well, actually, no, we 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 resolved it, and I just. Barbecued friendly <laughs> forces, but uh, there was a time there when uh, TPK was actually quite on the table. All right, so let's say uh, 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 Ariel's character would have died. Mm-hmm. Okay, how in in that moment by an ambush by like that's that wasn't a great big battle. It was just kind of a thing. How how should have death be handled in that situation? Well, I think my my position, and I I would say I would be encouraging both DMs and players to think of uh, player death. I completely agree with you that, uh, especially in this um, new school, long form storytelling space that kind of has um, defined a lot of fifth edition games. I, as a DM, I don't want, I don't, I don't want the story for a character to end with, you know, you you tripped over a root and fell headfirst into a pit trap and you got skewered and that's it for you. I mean, I would much prefer, like you said, a heroic, fantastic ending where when they think back to that to that end, yeah, they're going, Man, like it that was that was a meaningful way so to go. Say, so so death needs to be meaningful. But in that case, in this instance, it was a small ambush. It wasn't the the land wasn't on this battle, yeah. What would I, ha- like? How would you have? How do you have? How could you make that death meaningful? Um, I well, one, I'll say. I mean, that that's a that can be a very serious challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I I so the big the big in 
thing I would encourage for both DMs is uh, is that there is an opportunity in a player death. Both, both mm-hmm. an opportunity to find. I mean, one I would say if a player death is looking likely, mm-hmm. um, I think that you know, I mean, that's your opportunity to start getting your ducks in a row for like you know whatever the circumstances is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to work with what you've got. That's mm-hmm. just and and unfortunately, there may be times where you know, I mean, someone just, just the luck of the dice means that someone goes down and and don't don't get back up i i think you just uh, what i would say in terms of making things meaningful is one work with what you've got don't just go well this isn't very meaningful so i'm not going to give it any of it right work with what you've got um i think handing that back to the player is not a terrible idea Mm -hmm. i mean you know, in that player's final moments, sure, maybe there's chaos erupting around them, and that's my job to inform, to paint that picture. Um, but that's a very internalized, personal experience for that character. Right. I think being able to hand it back to them mm-hmm. and and allow them their final piece. I mean, right. final words. And- because again, I think the the idea. The onus being on the DM to make that meaningful solely. Mm. Um, how can you? Yeah, how? Because you don't know what the players see as meaningful. Like you can try your best and what you feel they would, but it's really up to the player to, to to provide that. Right, and I think I think being able to hand it back to them and however you however you set it up. I mean, um, kind of in the same way you might you might set up the death of a of a a villain that they've been you know mm-hmm. they they've been chasing down. You don't just want to go. All right, you did twelve points of damage. He falls over. He's dead. Yeah. You know, I mean, does that villain have any final words? Does he? Does he leave them? Oh, you, you gotta know, have a you gotta have the villainous the classic villainous monologue. Yeah, the, the, the middle finger death. to the to the party as he sinks beneath the lava or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I saw. So I, I think to some extent that's an example of where it truly is entirely in your wheelhouse. But being right. able to hand that back and and kind of kind of say. What what is this experience for you? No. Um, it's also I think it's a very sobering handback because they know at that point you're yeah. hand, you're handing it to them and you're saying, "Hey, this is it." Like yeah. and and I mean again, especially in this space that is like role play centric, long form. Cool, yeah. Maybe maybe they just got wiped and they are technically they should be unconscious and they're. I'd, I, for in terms of rule of cool, man. Well, yeah, I, I, I'd grant them all sorts of leniency if they're gl- glancing around the battlefield, feeling the last ounces of themselves drain out onto the floor. Kind of, you know, what what they might be thinking mm-hmm. as they look to their right, their, you know, their their friend who's been there since session one, to the left at at you know uh, a newly made friend or maybe even someone that has been kind of adversarial or mm-hmm. you know whatever. But what is what is the experience of un, of understanding right that this is it and 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 i don't think a dm is near as well poised to to speak to that i think they can set up all the trappings for uh for that but i I, i'll be the first to admit there are opportunities there are there are moments in which you just don't have the tools to work with that and and i think i think in terms of lethality that's something I certainly think about. If if you guys are in a big boss battle, I'll go. 
no one no one is going to die here feeling as though they are right. and just by nature of the structuring of say boss battles there's an i think there's kind of an innate understanding of like this is going to be the real deal here mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. so that to me that kind of um that's kind of the the general my general immediate thoughts on it and bouncing off of that it's not it's also the other players at the table can make it a very meaningful 100%. So, yeah, if you're finding yourself... And it's hard, um, and I can speak for... Because I just barbecued, like, all those friendly forces, and I, in real life, got super pissed. Like, I was mad. You were uh, you were a little put, you were I was, a little put I was, out. I, I don't want to watch that episode. You were straight humperdink. I was so. like, well, for, for I tried so hard to like think of a way out of it, and then I thought, I think I was like, oh, okay, I can I can roll with this, and then it, like something happened where I was like, I couldn't do it anymore. It's like, well, frick this, uh. I'm done. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I can understand when you're 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 faced with this moment where you're like, it's a no win scenario, and your emotions is, f this, I'm done. What, like why do I play this game? That's that I can see that as being a very natural reaction, uh, but I, I, I think tempering that with uh, the I think you bring up like hey death is a, around the corner where we, you live the adventure life. This is something you should be prepared for, uh, almost on the on the session, kind of like uh, my I mean, character again, depend, depending on your table. Yeah. Uh, but but absolutely, I would I would say. Uh, that's true. Even Very if that awesome. hasn't been heavily reinforced, just purely from a role playing yeah. standpoint, you you lead a terrible life terrible. by all by all accounts. <laughs> yeah, unless um, yeah, you even know when you're rolling in the cash, you're still facing dragons. I mean, most right. people are just like cooking cow or something. So I mean, yeah. So uh, being prepared for it uh, can be hugely helpful. Uh, and as the other characters at the table too, you might get like. Are you serious? You're gonna die because of you? A python bit you, and the poison succumbed. And that's how you're gonna die. I don't think pythons are generally venomous, but <sighs> adders. But I'm I with I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, pit, uh, viper, pit viper. Uh, okay. You know. Yeah. Um. But um. That uh, being allowed to, like other players, you as a, the other players at the character, English motherfucker. Do I speak it? The other players at the table can really help make that a meaningful experience and i think that's something we should be very mindful of 100 something we talked about when we were talking about what makes a great dm what makes a great player we talked about that kind of support player mm-hmm. and what an opportunity for a a, a third party to yeah. the death i mean if the dm's kind of adjudicating it and the player's experiencing right. it uh for another player to be able to inject Mm-hmm. Inject something into that scenario that helps helps clarify the meaning of the event. You know, yeah. in some cases, and so uh, and I think you nailed exactly what I feel the opportunity is on the player side. Yeah, that, that it really is an opportunity. I mean, depending on how you feel about it, and and I know when uh, the sci-fi campaign TPK'd. Yes, Amanda was pissed. Like yes. I, I could tell, I could tell she was pissed, and I was talking with her that night, and I just said, like, you know, like now that we've kind of this has come to a close, we're going to roll up new characters. We're gonna just, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, and she didn't have many good things to say. Yeah, well, yeah, you're emotional. It's your first moment. Yeah, but what I can say is, and again, granted, this was a campaign play out in a space where it was understood that this was a very right, real right. possibility, pretty much at any at any time. I mean, yeah. it was definitely kind of a horror vibe and. Um, but the next day I could see that she had found the opportunity in it. Like mm. she, she originally was ruminating on like, 
maybe it's going to be difficult for her to find investment in this next character, knowing how how things went. Yeah. And I'll say that none of those concerns mm-hmm. came to fruition. If, if anything, they're like this next go through. Mm-hmm. I can see how much more investment there is there. I don't. I'm. I'm not going to venture a guess as to why. Yeah. But. But it was a very different experience. I would say it was a very fifth edition response mm-hmm. to what doesn't happen all that often in right. fifth edition. And um, but I think that's something to consider is it's narratively it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for so much to happen narratively. Yes. Uh, I mean. role play, it's an opportunity. But pragmatically speaking, outside of the game speaking, mm-hmm. maybe this is a character you've been wearing for years. Yeah, I had that thought too, and and that is not to diminish. You might. No, I'm you, sick of my character, man. I want yeah, to kill. Well, well, that it's. I mean, that, I I think, and I think that there are there are there are, there are players. There. I, I mean, I think there are many characters who have met an end by asking to be written out of a story mm-hmm. or asking to be killed. Yes, and, and you don't really have to ask; just do things to get yourself. Yeah, killed. but it'd be good if from a to, hey DM, I want to do this so you can start to lay the work to make this a meaningful. Well, if thing. you're if yeah, if you're trying to make it a, a you know a narratively significant exit to the story, and like I said, there's no reason they have to die to do that. But I do think that there there is absolutely mm-hmm. opportunity in player death for. For players to kind of allow that initial hit mm. to to wash off them, and then go, no doubt I've had thoughts about other cool characters, other yep. cool concepts, other cool, and and now is your opportunity to bring one of those to life. Right. And you may come to find that you can't believe how much you enjoy this new character. Right. You also may every session mourn your original character. Well, yeah, and I think it's that's healthy, but it's probably I mean it's probably a little column A, a little column B, but but I would absolutely say if if you're every time you're sitting at the table, yeah. you're being cognizant of the fact that death should be a possibility mm-hmm. um and that there's an opportunity in it from both sides of the yeah. screen. There's opportunity there to not let that go to waste. That's not something, especially in fifth edition, no. that happens often. Yeah. So allow that to be the significant moment mm-hmm. that it is. And again, yeah. in, in in the actual literal breakdown, that can be easier said than done, depending right. on how that's occurring. But uh, if you're being cognizant of it, I think it's something you can prepare yourself for. Absolutely. And I was just thinking when you're talking, it's like, well, character death might not be death. It might be like, hey, my character has reached their goals. They have... They've done what they set out to do, and they're hanging out their adventuring hat, which is a, almost like a death. Like absolutely, I yeah, think, yeah. That's a. I mean, it doesn't have to be death. And it, also, when the character dies, it's not like, oh, that, that's it. Bye, uh, bye, character. You're never going to be mentioned again. Like, continue to reference that character. That uh, other players at the table should be like, I don't know if we should have this new adventure. They're no, they're no X. You know, they, they can't replace our old party member who was such a... Vi- and then right. continually bringing that, uh, that up, I mean, that that reinforces how important that character was. Well, I think especially in a space where, uh, you know, as you're progressing, you're reaching, you know, un- ungodly superhero yeah. levels of power. You, you legitimately should be. The passing of one of these types of heroes, they likely shaped... Lore, right? There might be towns uh, in, mourning. Yeah, in in the in the world, and I think that that's something to to not um, in in the DM sphere of opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of opportunity to uh, narratively remind uh, 
remind the party of the value that that character brought yeah. to to the the broader story, whether it was for a few levels or uh, you know a few years, uh, you know, however that. Uh, that plays out. Um, something I'm curious about yeah. is, uh, and, and I, I don't want to pivot here prematurely, but um, it was Tuesday. It, well, <laughs> TPKs, TPKs. Uh, I, I think a TPK is uh, actually a fair bit more difficult uh, yeah. to uh, to handle, uh, o- only in the sense that. There really is a sense of the hitting the back cover in the book. Yeah, closing. that's kind of the end of that story. Yeah, I mean, and obviously the events of the world that that are more or less agnostic to the existence of those specific characters. Yeah, um, can keep going on. But I something I will say is the double edged sword of the immense amount of uh, work that goes into on the world building side. Mm-hmm. If you're um, is kind of tempered by kind of exactly what I was talking about is if it's a TPK and I go like, all right, guys, well, um, we'll pick it up next week. Just roll up your new characters. We'll see you guys then. There, There is a... That does not, I think, achieve precisely what I was talking about, about allowing that... There's no weight there. Right. And, and uh, again, I, I, would, I would be hesitant to go so far as to say that... For for me, I, I certainly my mind goes to this might be just the place where we go. This this book is closed, and we look at something entirely yeah. different. Yeah, like I said, that that has to be tempered by the practical aspect of there's a tremendous amount still of lore and all of this still out there that mm-hmm. could have absolutely. I mean, you could tell five different stories simultaneously and none of them step on each other's toes. Right, right, right. Um, so you'd be throwing out a whole lot of of kind of world-building legwork. Um, but I really, I'm not a huge fan of the party being rolled back up uh, as though it's an extra life. Now, yes. obviously, new characters and new, but to just go... Well, you guys overheard basically everything that's been going on, and right, you're, right. you know, and obviously you make that as interesting a reintroduction into right. the world as you want. But um, I, I have, I've got very mixed feelings about yeah. what what the right way to handle that is. And again, I actually think that that's a very fifth edition tether when you're when you're very very uh, used to TPKing your uh, your party, and uh, then. Yeah. You know, you. I mean, I. I don't think every time you TPK your party, it's it's great advice in every system that you throw everything out and start everything. Oh from goodness, scratch, no. you know. Well, but you don't have to go. Uh, there's a, a video game called The Sword of Ditto. It's a it's a roguelike where you try to. It's like a Legend of Zelda type yeah, yeah. game. And but if you uh, succeed, then the world gets better. But if you fail, the world gets worse. And kind of just have that system, like oh, you all you all TPK'd. The world is suddenly just a little bit worse. You right. Know? Uh, I I certainly think that allowing, uh, especially if you're picking your your next iteration up, mm-hmm. with some time span having traversed yeah. in between, there's a cool opportunity to be able to present a world that has been missing this level of heroics mm-hmm. for some time. Yep. And uh, the task may now be 
more difficult for the you know for the, the you know they their evil has progressed yes. um in yeah. that space so absolutely but i also i don't know uh, i'm curious how you think about this um like so if a tpk happens i almost want and this may be horrible i might be a horrible person for saying this i almost want the dm to be like oh man i want the dm to share in this experience of mourn and loss with the party like you like I have all these grand ideas of what I want my character to be. You have all these grand ideas of what you want this world to be. And in this moment, that has all been that's all for naught. Well, certainly if you're if it's all getting thrown out and and I would say even if even if the world even if there's zero implications on the world, like mm-hmm. it's literally we're gonna roll up new characters and yeah. just get right back to it. Um I I want hundred percent. I mean, I think if you are a DM at your table, um I I I can't speak for every game and every every type of game that's playing out there. I mean, if any player, if any of the characters at the table died, I I would I know I would feel something about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it would not be just oh, so and so died, right. and that's the way it happens. This is that's the part of this game. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I think all of these characters, you know, just to, to a greater or lesser extent, I have been kind of present for their birthing mm-hmm. as they were conceptualized and we ran through your backstories and we, you know, um, and so I, you know, I think, I think part of my job is to temper the fact that I love these characters. Yeah. And that's, that's you know. kind of what I'm getting at is, uh, so we're going through a loss and if all of a sudden the DM's like, all right guys, we're all new characters. See you next week. Oh yeah. That will create a divide instantly. Because now, oh, are we? It now feels like it's DM versus PC, which is definitely not the attitude you want to ever have in the game. Right, right. And I think uh, again, if uh, with any amount of tact in in that space, you know, I think I I think there's a very good chance that that you know that that event mm-hmm. draws the session to a close and oh yeah and I, there's I, you, you know, have pour your beverages for each other get a little wait if you're over 21 you know have a good old night but um but i think again i mean again that is a very modern sentiment because you know i mean yeah the, the alternative is you ha- you've got all of your you've got other characters already oh, rolled yes, up that's true you know and and yeah. and uh, it's just it's a very different take i don't think one's right or one's wrong but i do think if you're if you're playing the type of game that we are running at our 5e tables, right. then, yeah, I mean, that's part of kind of the social contract we've all signed up for is, right. like, these characters are uh, are meaningful protagonists in the story. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it to, to this is probably a bit of an extreme push, but, you know, you there's a certain tone and tenor that you keep when you're at a funeral that, mm-hmm. you know, right. that, and, and I think to some extent, uh, narratively speaking, right. you know, the, the party, or at least specifically that player is in mourning and you don't go like, you know, ah, lighten up, buddy. You just roll some dice, you know, right. we're like, yeah. we'll, we'll get you back on track. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I, and again, I think that, that, um, that, that just doesn't fly in the context. No, of, that's just, well, that's just being a dick. Like, well, like I said, I think I I think 
Well, I think there are absolute tables where that's the expectation. Well, but in the you're in you're right, you're right. But in the, in the five e, the more narrative where you get really attached to these characters, and I and I make it gross. I'm sure in OSR there are people who are very attached to the characters. Oh no doubt, and would definitely no doubt. mourn their. Well, no, they, man, if they survive more than like three sessions, they're probably like, I'm gonna marry this character. But uh, <laughs> like it, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be like, hey, you're a, you're a horrible human being. If people like that, play that. I don't, definitely want to get that across. But yeah, it's it's I don't know. Social skills one on one, man. Like, be well, yeah, I, I think I think reading the table is. Yeah. And and I I mean I wouldn't need to read the table. I would know for our table if there was a if there was a player death. Right. It's it's the part of what I was talking about about making it meaningful is not simply moving on to the next encounter. Right. You know, I mean... And it depends on, like, other different people. How I handle death is going to be different than Amanda. I think we're very polars. Oh, absolutely. I think... I mean, I think you're far more prepared Mm -hmm. for that possibility. And then again, it's not that I'm not attached to my character. It's more I'm just like... One, I always have a cool character in my background that I'm always excited about. But two, uh, it's... I, I put myself in situations where I probably will die. Because I'm the tank. That's my job. I'm right. the first, I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the first one who falls. So uh, for me, it's like, yeah, that's what I should do. Then I don't say, I'm, I don't, I won't speak for Amanda, but yeah, I think character death for her would be a, a much, because she also does have a lot of resolve, resolution with her character. That, that could be very hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially as long as we've been running this campaign. Yeah, and, and she has, has uh, by and large, not been able to address a bunch of, yeah. of elements of her character. Obviously, she's moved tremendously through her her character's progression Personally. and her, her character's arc, just not in the ways that she anticipated starting right. out. I mean, she knew from square one she wanted to get back to uh, to save her brother. Right. And uh, I certainly think a character who is kind of like you said, mostly fulfilled mm-hmm. or maybe even entirely fulfilled what they set out to do, um, whether it be a retirement of that character or a death of that character, um, that character has imparted meaning mm-hmm. into the world. Um, it would be harder to feel that way if you if you felt like you had never gotten to pursue the things that were right. important to you as a character. Right, so, right. Um, yeah. no, I think, I think there's... Uh, I, I think... I think the well, give me give me your player side summary, I guess. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um I totally agree that uh it's kinda like you don't understand how good food tastes until you've been hungry for a long time. That if you are never faced with mortality, if you're never faced with hunger, then you won't know how sweet life can taste. And I think that's a very important thing in a, especially in the world of D and D, where you're constantly faced with life-shattering things. So I agree with that completely, and it can it allows for such creative space. But it's something to be handled extremely carefully with, and to understand that when for DMs that when you you when not you kill our characters, but when the world decides our characters should end, if that makes that terminology makes you feel better, that's hard. That is really hard on us, and I'm saying it's not hard on you too. But this is these are our characters that we've we've really invested in, so it's I love that how you've said like okay let's make sure that we make it. It's one thing if something was sacrificed and and nothing happened that that that's hollow. 
But if, you, if something is sacrificed and beautiful things arise from it, then all of a sudden, okay, I, death is something I can accept, and death as I can see it for the positive that it can be. Yeah. So that's what I would say as a player's side. Yeah. Is that kind of idea. Uh, I I I'll I'm gonna just point one more thing out. Your specifically your vocabulary. I'm trying not in, to. In <laughs> uh, well, only because I again I I really and I I really think that this is is symptomatic of whatever that ethos is. Um, if 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 I were saying the same phrase, mm-hmm. I think it would be if I made decisions that ultimately led to my death. Ah, okay. But I see what you're saying. But I, I and, and I I don't think you're alone. In fact, I think as fifth edition goes, you are in the vast majority. Mm-hmm. But I think it is something anyone who's out there listening to this, watching this, and thinking about about player death, uh think how you would frame that experience. That's because true. I think in in many cases there's a there's a sense of washing washing your hands of the responsibility for that that's character. That's a very good point. And that's something I need I probably need to address within myself that I, that that was how I phrase it and that's kind of how I feel most of the time but you're absolutely right. I I and I've talked with I've seen it a bunch. I've talked to people in the comments. I've, yeah. I, I I I I think it's again it's a derivative of the near immortality that kind of arises in in fifth edition mm-hmm. that like a dm really does have to try and and but that's that does not mean that they are trying to win against you mm-hmm. but like you said we're really having to try just to provide you a sense that maybe you're not immortal right and that's sometimes i can see how that can feel like Man, I know how hard he had to try for me to for me to die back there, mm-hmm. um, and that can feel a whole lot like they were trying to kill you. And I think more appropriately, they were trying to remind you that you're mortal, mm-hmm. and and that can be a very fine line, especially at, when when combats begin to get the swingy nature that they get in different places. But um, I no, I just I I thought I thought that was interesting because it was one of the big things that I've been thinking about yeah. in terms of the way characters and dms think about death uh in in the fifth edition space and how that kind of contrasts with any variety of other spaces we talked about 10 candles before yeah literally that game ends with you all dying i mean yeah. you, you start the game knowing that this is a story about your final moments it's not a there's no heroics there's no right. i mean maybe there will be some heroics before you die but, you're gonna, but die. you're gonna die right and that's obviously you could never build that same ethos around a game like that where the players are kind of going it's it's maybe not as dm centric i guess you'd say but um where you know where where the game would come to an end and they go like man i can't believe i died this you know it's like you die every time you play yeah, this game like what are you, you know why are you surprised by this yeah so like playing demon souls and expecting not to die <laughs> hey man you got every now and then you got one of those maniacs who does like a no damage speed run oh yeah that's this. the first time they ever picked up the game yeah right yep, yep. no no some, some of them nope nope <laughs> Um, I think to summarize the DM side, and I think I, I'm actually really glad that that ended up being the pivot because I think one of the big takeaways, especially in the fifth edition space, um, it's, and like I said, on the DM side, I really do need to temper because everyone at the table, myself included, are super invested in these characters. Mm. And I really have to temper my enjoyment seeing these characters 
move through the world and in, interact with the world uh, in order to try and maintain some amount of objectiveness that the, mm. that the world is not as elated with you guys as I might be, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's yeah. uh, the, the world is a dangerous place. And um, so there's that consideration, but on the, on the player side, I really would say um, to, to think heavily on the way in which you frame why your character is dying. Uh, or why your character yeah, is you dead? Easily blame someone else because I think. Well, and I think that that tends to be mm-hmm. uh, there tends to be a, a sense of and it uh, might it might be just a, like don't blame the DM, don't blame yourself. Accept that this was a, a possibility, and this is just the dice rolled with the dice roll. Right, and and couched in that possibility is all sorts of opportunity to in in the same way it's incumbent on the dm to not go all right guys great session uh yeah. let's let's roll them up and let's say all right yep. it's it's an incumbent on you like you as a player is are the final moments of that character you standing up and storming out of the room yeah or are they you taking the reins and doing something meaningful in that space yeah. Um, which is so hard to do in the moment. It, yeah, it, 100%. Uh, I, I, I know how difficult that can be, especially for long-running long yes. characters. Yep. Um, but again, there's immense opportunity there, and I think that when that initial reaction kind of washes over and, and you have kind of recouped uh, your, yourself for sessions moving forward and what have you, um, that's where... That's where you really start getting the reminders about who that character was and mm-hmm. why they were important to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to some extent that can kind of you can kind of lose sight of the forest for the trees yes. uh, when you're living day to day with that character. And um, so that would be kind of my my big takeaway love in it. thinking about uh, thinking about player death. I would love to hear from everyone out there because I know player death uh, just- and TPKs are wildly different from mm-hmm. system to system. Um, yes. And, and so... Even table to table. Oh, even table to table. Absolutely. Um, so I'd just be really curious to hear, uh, you know, give us some of your war stories. Yeah. Uh, or I'd, I'd love to hear about, you know, how, what was the, what was the the final oh, act Oh, that for, would be crazy. Yeah, it's um, very, share how your, your character sadly went to the uh, afterlife. I, and, and I mean, any thoughts that you have, like I said, I uh, I can't get enough of the comment section. Yeah, that was uh, fantastic. I, I I love hearing from everybody. I I have a feeling that uh, I'm going to be hearing from some of you OSR boys uh, about <laughs> about your thoughts on uh, about your thoughts on player death and and uh, more power to you. I I like I said, I love hearing it. I know, uh, you know, we don't we don't always uh, see eye to eye on those things. But uh, but oh, hang on, this is the internet. If you don't perfectly agree with everything that someone thinks, and they're horrible people, and you hate them, yep, we we that, that's, <laughs> that's how the internet works, that, man. That's how it works. I'll say, thankfully, uh, no, I'm, I'm joking. What whatever it is, whatever it is that they're doing, that we're doing, that you know, whatever whatever combination of variables is resulting in uh, ultimately some really really yeah. awesome insights. Yeah, that, that's and, what the, it's just amazing what's happening in the comment section. Yeah. So even if we don't agree. Hey, you play your game. I, we learn from each other, and that's the most beautiful thing. I think well, it's time to take this one I out. Agree, man. What do you want to do? I think it's time for your final. Uh, as as Kel? the oh, I can do this as Kel. As the blow rains down, the armor, the shield, <laughs> the gear that has 
been by your side that you've maintained meticulously uh, as it fails you in this moment, uh, and you can kind of feel the heavy cleave begin hemorrhaging, just the heat of life spilling out through that armor, painting the floor around you as you slump, uh, no longer able to hold yourself upright. Right. They already know the world is theirs. If you can sneak it in there, all the better. But in those final moments, what is that experience for? Right. I can't believe it's over. I tried. I tried. I let him down. I did. It's my fault. No, I can fight. I can. F I can't. Friends, I may go now, but no, the world is yours.